Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's going on, everybody? It's Chops, Load Management Podcast, brand new episode. I'm here in New York. My man Adam is in L.A. We have a stack show. It's fight week. We're heading to Las Vegas, but Adam, what do we got today? We are hyped to have the WBC heavyweight champion of the world, Deontay Wilder, calling in, talking to us ahead of this Saturday's massive, massive pay-per-view showdown between himself and the lineal heavyweight champion of the world, Tyson Fury, for what is basically the most historic and monumental and consequential fight in boxing's most glamorous division in 20 years. And your boys, as Chop said up top, will be in Vegas to document it all. So, yes, we're hyped to have Deontay on, and we are hyped to get up to Vegas for this weekend to be in Sin City for a fight weekend. Exactly. So let's get to it. Let's talk to Deontay right now. Let's go. Deontay, Adam Caporell, and you also got Zach, a.k.a. Chops, with us on the line. So uh, really awesome that you're taking the time to talk to us today, and uh, we'll get right into it because I know you're a busy man. But uh, Chops, I'll give you the first question, so go ahead, my man. Yeah, what's going on, Deontay? Thank you for joining us. No problem. Anytime. Oh, awesome, man. I just got to ask. I haven't placed any bets yet. We're going to be in Vegas for this fight. Which round is this fight ending in? I got to ask you straight up. You know, for me, it's always um, don't blink. You know, it can go from the first round to the 12th round. You know, uh, never been good with predicting rounds, but um, I, I know what I'm capable of. And uh, like I said, just don't bleed. Yeah, I'm sure, Deontay, you'll probably have a prediction when we get closer to the fight. Um, you've kind of done it in the past. But in general, we know that this fight is a big one. But for our audience, just give us an idea, give them an idea, I should say, of how historic and how monumental this fight is shaping up to be. This is the biggest fight in the world um, right now, and it's an amazing fight. I mean, we all could see that from the first fight. The first fight was controversial. It was explosive. It was, elect- it was electrifying not only in the, in the arena, but in the ring as well. And this is, this is a fight where you see two fighters, two warriors, put it all on the line, you know. I got my WBC title that I'm putting on the line, and he's trying to take it. And, uh... It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. You know, the part two is going to be something special to see. Um, it's just going to, the hype, the fight is living up to the hype. We'll live up to the hype, and I'm, I'm, I'm breaking Muhammad Ali record in, um, in, in title defenses. We are tied right now with, with 10 of us both. And this is my opportunity to break the tie as well to, to have 11 title, uh, defenses and uh, it's also black history month so I'm I'm, I'm I'm making history within my month so it, it, it's going to be an amazing fight i can't wait the anticipation is really real from our side you know like we're, we're very looking forward to it is there any bitterness between you guys obviously there's a lot of back and forth a lot of talking but is is that something that you bring into the fight or once you guys get in the ring it's just you you block all that out i mean we bring we bring a lot um to the fight of course we have to promote the fight and, um, you know, certain words are exchanged. But um, I have no ill will, no bitter feelings towards him. You know, uh, I'm the type of person that 
I don't have to be mad. I don't have to uh, have any type of vendetta against you or anything to want to whoop your butt. You know, when they get in, when February twenty second, when that time comes, no matter what he say, what he do, or what relationship I have with him personally, business wise, it ain't gonna matter. I'm not gonna be myself anyway, and I'm going for the knockout. That's what I want, and that's what I share. That's that what I share receive, and um, that's what makes fight um, great. You know, that's what makes the heavyweight division so so powerful and, and so great that it's consist is based based on power. It's the powerhouse. You know, it, the thing is, once you have a heavyweight division, you know, so, so is the whole entire sport. And once it dies, so does the sport. And I believe in that. And um, you have a, a true champion, Deontay Wilder, and you have a true con- uh, um, contender in Tyson Fury, and we we bring it together. Man, you you, you you're talking about one of the, uh, the best fighter of our era. And Deontay, you, you know, your strategy coming into to this one, or the strategy I should say Tyson Fury has talked about, is that he's going to stand up straight in front of you and box you and fight you and put himself in peril. So, you know, we'll strategize a little bit right here, but is that a feasible strategy for Tyson to do? Because, yeah, as you mentioned earlier, all it takes is one punch, two seconds, don't blink your eye, and the fight can be over. But Tyson says he can stand face-to-face with you, fight you, potentially beat you, but that kind of sounds like a suicide pact. Yeah, it's definitely a suicide suicide deal and um if you want to be suicidal in the ring then we're gonna let them be i'm gonna make sure i do what i gotta do coming towards me you know just like i said you know these guys have to be perfect you know one hit from me uh mostly most of the time does the job and by him coming forward will allows me to have the advantage especially when i'm throwing the right hand i got force against his force and uh that's not no pretty sight it's gonna be but it, hey, it's his funeral. If he want to come forward and uh, get hit and take punches, he let him. You know, I, I'm not gonna tell him, no, Tyson, don't do that. You fall into my plan. You know, I, I'm gonna let him do what he do. You know, he want to be tough. Um, the thing about it, he don't know what he want to do at the at the end of the day because he he's he's been in there with me before. He know what I'm capable of doing, and he got a lot of nervous energy going on. Um, he's training up all types of things in his camp and so around him, and uh, he's—I mean, look—the guy, the guy even dipping his hands in gasoline because he feel like it's gonna make it harder. You know, uh, there's so many different changes that he's doing in this camp. It allows me to lead, uh, allows me to know that he 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 have nervous energy now. He because I gave him a concussion the first time, he didn't know how he got down, nor did he know how he got up, and. Uh, <laughs> He had a concussion, but uh, this time around, he got up, but this time he won't get up this time. And um, I, I said February 22nd at the NGM Grand is going to be amazing. If anyone can't make it to the arena itself, hey, click that button. The ro- remote control usually is right there by your side in the way. Click that button on Fox pay-per-view, ESPN, ESPN pay-per-view. <laughs> you, you, you don't want to miss this fight. It's going to be an amazing fight. The heavyweight division is back. Y'all got y'all champion in America, Deontay Wilder. He's going to defend his title. And uh, at the end of the fight, my hands will be raised high in the sky and they will say, still, <laughs> WBC heavyweight champion of the world. Deontay, is he really dipping his fists in gasoline? What does that do? Uh, yes, he's dipping his fists in gasoline for, uh, for five minutes a day. Uh, he said he had talked to an old uh, bare knuckle uh, fighter, an old school bare knuckle fighter, and uh, – 
and an old school bare knuckle fighter told him if he dipped his uh, hand in uh, in gasoline five minutes a day, that it would make him hard. Because you know, you know, he's going about talking about he's going to knock me out in the second round. So he's trying to find all types of methods and, and ways of doing things <laughs> to try to get me out of which I find is is crazy. You know, all these changes. When you see a fighter that you've been in the ring with before, and uh, you know what the outcome is, and and one on his on my side, I say I knocked him out, and the ref gave him a time. On his side, he say he beat me ten to two. On my side, we ain't changed up nothing. Still got the same crew. Still got the same team. Still got the same energy. Still got the same vibe. On his side, not so much the same. He changed up his his part. He's fired his 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 head coach. He got new trainers in. Uh, he 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 he's doing the gas method uh, and a lot of other little things that he's he's changed up. And the saying is, if it's not broken, then why fix it? And uh, but. We'll see what happens when it all plays, you know, when it all comes down to February 22nd. See all these little things that he's doing. Was the change good or was it bad? You know, I can't wait. I just want him ready. I don't want no excuses this time. And um, I just want to get the people, the paying customers, the biggest fight of their life. Yeah, and Tyson also has joked around about masturbating seven times a day as preparing for this. So I don't know if that actually adds to the, you know, adds to that. that we're going to have any difference, but I guess we'll see. You know, again, February twenty second up in Vegas for what's going to be the biggest fight in basically the heavyweight division in almost twenty years. Um, Deontay, you kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, and it's it's also something you touched on in the first press conference in L.A. to promote the fight. But you said um, that the energy around this fight, the rematch, was very different than the first fight. Tell me why. The, the energy around this fight is different. First off, the promotion has been amazing. You know, coming into this thing with me being with Fox, two powerhouses, two sports powerhouses in America coming together on the event, on something that they never had, had. They've never joined forces, never joined hands together before. And it's all over. The promotion has been amazing. To get their awareness out, but the heavyweight champion of the world is here. He's he's a bad man. And he's going to be fighting February twenty second at the MGM Grand. I never seen such promotion like this. Has never been done, even with the promote, even with uh, working with other promotions and all those different things. You know, it's 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 a lot of things that's going on this first time with this fight that promotions, manager, even networks are working together with to break the chain because there's so many great fighters out there. And it's so many great fights to be made. But due to, you know, certain egos and competition and whatever you may want to call it, it allows certain networks, certain promotions, certain management, certain certain people uh, uh, standing away from allowing great fights, the best fighting the best. And here we are. We have that for that. You know, the excitement around the first fight was an amazing feeling the energy was amazing but this time around people have a glimpse of what's going to happen or they can assume they have a visual they have some type of vision or you can go in your mind back in a reminisce and go into a virtual reality with your mind and replay the first fight and see the excitement and you already know what to expect come the second fight (laughs) so with all that being said man this is exciting this is an exciting time for the heavyweight division it's exciting time for me on my long reign as a five-year champion and defending my time for this 11 consecutive time, 
this is history in the making that I'm, I'm making. And uh, I, I just I absolutely cannot wait for this fight. My blood, my blood, my blood is boiling, and um, I'm, I'm, ah, oh, man, just talk about this fight. I only got a few more. I only got a week or so left, and it's showtime. That it, it sounds like you're really, you know, ready for it. I gotta ask. We're gonna be in Vegas. Where's the post-fight celebration gonna be at? And can me and Adam come? <laughs> you guys more than welcome. You know, we got a lot of uh I'm trying to pinpoint it down. I got my business manager uh trying to get it down. I got a lot of clubs and stuff want want wants me to come to their club and, and party and stuff. I know you invited so, uh, Tyson, right? Yeah. After you beat him? What's that? I know you invited Tyson, right, to come after you beat him. That's what you exactly. said. Exactly. Exactly. I invited him to come and party with me. I always said that before. I like, man, I fight Fury. In Vegas, we have a party. I mean, I'm gonna have a party. I'm gonna invite them. So it's funny how all everything is is following through. Because um, you know, as a person, I as a person, you know, uh, I don't have no ill will towards them. I kind of like them as a person. You know, as a fighter, it's just a different story. It's just what we have to do. And uh, I'm just looking forward to it. I just want to have a great fight. I want me and him to go into the ring and and, and release our energy amongst each other. And then once that's done and uh, my hands is raised high in the sky, you know, we can go out and party and, and, and celebrate. Uh, just celebrate this victory, not just because, you know, I'm going to knock them out, but we can celebrate victory together because of the promotion, because of the fight itself. And um, what we've made in history and time for boxing, heavyweight division, heavyweight boxing. And uh, that's going to be a great moment for me. I know it's going to be a great moment for him setting history bringing boxing back and keeping it exciting as we are doing and put and, and, and risking our lives for others entertainment. I always say everyone has greatness in them for greatness is only determined by service. And February 22nd, I'm just following through and providing my service. So Deontay, we'll ask you a couple more questions then get you out of here. But um, one thing I'm curious about, there are a ton of theories in boxing about who has the advantage in a rematch. But tell us why you have the advantage in the second fight between you and Tyson Fury. I have the advantage in the second fight because I've been in there with him before. My IQ, my intellect in the ring is very, very high, and as you can see, I'm 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 two I'm I'm I'm, I'm two and zero oh for for rematches. When 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 I'm in there with you the first time, I'm calculating data about you. I'm learning different moves, different steps what I can do and what I can't do. I'm learning that I'm learning that your strength I'm learning your strength and weaknesses. And with that being said, Tyson Fury gave me all of him the first fight. He was in the best shape of his life. He fought two guys. He came off of two wins to fight me. And uh he was in the best shape of his life. He gave me everything. There's nothing that this man is gonna be able to change. No matter how many trainers he brings in no matter how many type of methods or techniques that he try he he tries to 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 bring in and use, it's not gonna work. I know everything about this guy, and when I get in there the second time, it's gonna be fireworks. I'm gonna finish what I start. It's unfinished business, and it's gonna be amazing. And I want you guys to be the witness. Uh, we're we're gonna witness it. One more before we get you out of here. Walk us through the walkout fit. Because every time you come to a fight, you got it going on. It makes a big show on social media, everything. So just give us a little tease 
about how long you've been working on it and what it's going to look like. Oh, man. It's, uh, man, you got me smiling right now. <laughs> you, know, it's, it's, you know, I know how hard it is to, to, to give up your hard-earned money to come and see a, a great event where fighters risk their lives for others in entertainment. And, and for me, you know, I'm very appreciative and all my friends and everyone that comes to support the fight. So when I have an event, I always want it to be a rememberable event. I want people to take away, you know, the experience of coming, of the experience of coming and saying that they saw the heavyweight champion of the world fight, but not only did they see him fight, they was amazed by everything. When you come to a wild event, you're going to get your money's worth, not only um, through the, through the beginning, but also through the very end. And uh, I got something special. You think, if, if people think my last uniform was something, oh my God, just 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 wait till you see February 22nd. It's going to be amazing. I can't really give out too many details on it. I'm smiling as I talk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just want people to know this is going to be a great show. Um, the interest is going to be amazing. And, uh, and, and, and make sure you be there to see it. Uh, my uniform is is, is going to be none other. It's something that no one has ever seen before. Um, I'm bringing new taste and new flavor uh, to my fights. So not only you're going to you not only you're going to take away my uniform, what I'm wearing, and, and everything that comes with it, but you're also going to take away the knockout as well. And it's going to be a magical moment in time for us all to witness and see. And I absolutely, absolutely, one more time, absolutely, cannot wait. There we go. There you go. Herb. All right, Deontay. Yeah, Deontay. We uh, yeah, we really appreciate it. We know that you are planning to baptize Tyson Fury, but yeah, it's going to be a scene on Saturday when you two step in the MGM Grand Garden Arena and face off for the rematch, which will be available on Fox and ESPN Plus pay per view. So, um, we greatly appreciate you taking the time to talk to us before the fight. Chops and I will be there, and I'm sure a lot of people will be tuning in because again, this is a historic event. So, appreciate you taking the time, my man, and uh, best of luck in the ring. Thank you, Deontay. Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys so much. You guys have a wonderful day. You too. See you, man. We'll catch you later. All right, please. Wow, what an amazing conversation. Deontay Wilder, he's obviously ready for this big fight. We're heading to Vegas. I'm just pumped already just off hearing him talk about it. I can't wait at him. We'll do a quick little analyzation of the fight here. It's a basically a toss-up. Your odds makers basically have it as a toss-up, and it's anyone's fight. But if you guys pay attention, no Deontay at all. All it takes is him to land one right hand, and it's good night. So my official prediction. Would, let's do a little quick quick prediction. Yeah, let's do it. Go my ahead. official so, prediction: Deontay Wilder third round knockout. Curtains. Okay, that is overly ambitious, and uh, there's no way in hell he this invited, fight. He invited is over us that to, early. He invited us to the after party. I'm rooting for the man. I didn't well, get invited. Just, you you literally just want to get to the after party. You don't yes. give a shit about anything else right well, now. Well, exactly. But if we're going to be in the arena and we're going to be, you know, spending the entire day gearing up for this, I actually want it to be a good fight. And I expect it to be a good fight because the first fight was a very good fight and very dramatic and very controversial for the split decision draw that the judges came up with. I expect this probably to go nearly the distance. I'm still going to favor Deontay because, again, that right hand, even though he may be down on points on the scorecards, as he tends to be, because he won't be as fluid and fundamental of a boxer as Tyson Fury is, but the right hand can erase a lot of wrong and a lot of, I guess, issues or stuff that he can't quite do compared to Tyson. So I'm going to favor Deontay in this one to score a late-round knockout and still 
be the WBC heavyweight champion of the world and the newly crowned lineal heavyweight champion of the world as the man who beat the man who beat the man who beat the man. Yeah, there it is. Both our predictions. So we're both taking Wilder. A little bit different circumstances. I'm saying early knockout. You're saying might go the distance. It's going to be a great fight. Like we said many times so far, we're heading to Vegas for it. The energy's going to be crazy. Obviously, some other stuff going on. Big fight week, everything. But NFL free agency is about to gear up, so I do want to talk about that because we're about to see crazy movement, unlike we've probably ever seen before in the NFL. So let's play a little game. We're going to welcome in Zion, play a little game of NFL free agent uh, uh, musical chairs, kind of predict where some guys might end up. Some big NFL free agents this year, more than in the past, I feel. Like, I feel like NFL free agency is more of like a formality, kind of like not that big of a thing. But this spring, I think we could see some real movement and a real shakeup in the league. Adam, can I run through some potential free agents who could be on the market for you right now? Uh, can I go through some? If you'd like, yes. Tom Brady. Have you ever heard of him? I'm nope. familiar with Tom Brady, and I didn't. I kind of have a tough. Let's time. not get into it. Let's let me run through. Oh, all right, I'm just fine. saying. I'm you just want saying. Me reserve, you want reserve, reserve comments. Reserve, silence. Silence. Reserve the there. thoughts. I just. I'm just going to go through them. So Tom Brady, you have heard of Tom Brady. I'm familiar with Tom. Philip Rivers. You know who Philip Rivers is. I'm familiar with him and his 19 children. Yes. Yes. Cam Newton, potential free agent. Heard of him as a former MVP. Yeah. Yes. Melvin Gordon, friend of Complex Sports Podcast. Is a free agent. Friend of the, of the Load Management Podcast. Yes, I'm familiar Yes, I with did say Complex complex Sports Load Management Podcast. Melvin Gordon, free agent. A.J. Green, a potential free agent this summer, this spring. I'm the, familiar with this potential Hall of Famer, yes. Dak Prescott, potential free agent. I have a hard time believing that, but I'm, I'm going through Just Prescott. keep going, bro. <laughs> I'm going I don't him. care about if okay. Adam knows so, so that's just a taste. <laughs> you missed one that you put on our list, too. Who? You have Stefan Diggs here in so this, we, in this No, document. we listed Stefan Diggs, who is not a free agent, but we listed him because he's doing some funny stuff on Twitter that people think he's going to get traded. We'll get to him in a little bit. Yeah. So You have conspiracy theories, then. Yes, we have conspiracy theories. Zion, that's Zion's friend. He has conspiracy theories about his buddy. But that's just like six names right there. That's a more loaded free agent class than I can remember in the NFL in a long time. Well, it's because the quarterbacks are the stars, and they're the ones that grab you initially. So yeah. in terms of that, yes. But in terms of true impact, like... You know, are it's you, debatable you, what Philip Rivers and Cam Newton are going to bring to the table. Can't, what do you mean? Are you saying Cam Newton can't still... What? Cam Newton's still a very good football player. Cam's been injured incredibly the last several years, and Philip Rivers is about about you know about to be put out the pasture. Tom Cam, Brady's also 42 right. years Cam old. Cam could definitely still contribute, though. It's not, Cam is I'm a, not saying he can't. Cam, saying Cam is not, 31 years old. I Let, get that, but he also has a lot of damage to his body, and he's not exactly the MVP we saw in 2015 anymore. Wow, you're such a hater. Uh, it's called reality and pragmatism, pal. Oh, God. Pragmatism. Okay, so we've listed the free agents. We're going to play a little game where we go through each free agent and each of us are going to pick a landing spot for them in free agency. Okay? Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. 
Everybody understand the rules. It's pretty simple. Zion, did you follow the rules there? Man, go ahead, man. Okay, Adam, do you understand? Let's go, come on. Okay, Tom Brady, first one. Adam, where's Tom Brady play next year? Be signing with the Patriots. Wow, that is incredibly lame of an answer of you. Zion, where's Tom Brady play next year? He is going to the... He's going back to Patriots, bro. What? You guys are losers. I have one. And I, it, don't say Raiders. It's bro. the Raiders. He's going to the Raiders. He's not going to Raiders, bro. I, uh, why, yes, he's going to the Las Vegas Raiders. He's not going to. Was the Raiders. he? Uh, what? Why not? Why don't you think he's going to the he's Raiders? He's not going to win. There's not. There's no chance of winning there. So why not? He, he's not going. He's to Tom win. Brady. He's, I think Tom's nutty enough to like really have fun fucking with people and trolling people during this free agency period. Yes. You think but it's all a troll? The, yes, but where's the best chance for him to win? Look, yeah, Dallas. Dallas, uh, debatable, Michael debatable, Irvin, but. Michael Irvin over the weekend. But that's the thing, My, Dallas let, is not going to go after. Let, him. let me say what Michael Irvin said. So Michael Irvin over the weekend said people connected. He didn't say connected where. Told him that the Cowboys are going to trade Dak Prescott and sign Tom Brady. Two days later, he was like, "Oh, oh no, I misspoke." Uh, it was Ex- no one- exactly consider the source here, pal. But I'm saying my conspiracy the conspiracy theory time. Someone close to the Cowboys told him that. He wasn't supposed to say it. He said it, and then Jerry Jones was trying to do a damage control on it. I wouldn't be shocked if Jerry Jones went after Tom Brady. Jerry Jones would be an idiot to go after Why? Tom Brady. Why? Tom Brady is not good anymore. He's just, he's very... He, he won very, a Super Bowl two years ago. He won a Super Bowl two years ago. Uh, you, 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 uh, you've, you've already had two terrible takes in this podcast already. Zion. No, That's it. like Tom here. Brady. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about no, me. No, no, I was no, like, no. Tom Brady, Tom Brady is not leading you to a uh, uh, playoffs by himself. He, when he gets to the playoffs. The Cowboys have a better supporting when, when he cast gets, than the pay, than When the, he gets to the playoffs, that's when you can rely on him. Are you but saying, you got to get him Are there. you saying the Cowboys don't have a better supporting cast than the Patriots team right now? The Patriots have Bill Belichick. That's all, that's all the sport I need. If I want to win How's that work out this year? They were still very good this year. <laughs> like it's not like they were bad. <laughs> they weren't very good offensively. No, they, they were still a very. He good needs team. weapons. The Cowboys have weapons. Know, the you know, Cowboys have weapons. You know why they weren't good offensively? Why? Brady, play, Brady he was cheeks. Have, he didn't have any weapons. Brady was cheeks. Oh my! I that's a terrible take by you. It is an accurate take. So you so but with all that, you think you guys he, both think he's staying in New England? He's staying. I think Tom he's- Brady. Tom Brady uses social media like a teenage girl. He loves to be on there. <laughs> loves to have fun. Loves to troll. Loves to put up videos. I think he's just fucking with everybody, and he will for the next few weeks before eventually going back to the Patriots in New England, where he's always been, and where he will still have the best opportunity to win because he will be teamed up again with the greatest head coach of all time, Bill Belichick. I mean, look at the Super Bowl ad. That was a whole troll. Exactly. Yeah, that yeah. was a lot like of money. That wasn't shit a, right it's now. not a troll when you get when you get money, guys. You think Tom Brady needs money, extra money. Uh, why did he do it? He did it for money. What it, do you mean? It was definitely a fun thing. He got thing money, to but do. he got to fuck with everyone. Yeah. <laughs> he likes doing this shit on Facebook and all and all the other stuff he uses on social media. Like he Do you likes, follow Tom Brady his, on Facebook? I don't, but it gets posted to Twitter every time he uh has a new social media message. Or ESPN fucking talks about it. Yeah, well, we're talking about it, so it's obviously exactly. working. So I think that the idea of him going to the Raiders, I think, is preposterous, number one. I'd see him going to other places. But it's like he's just having fun with people, and he's, this is the first time he can actually do this, and he has leverage and power unlike anyone else in you know modern football history. I so think he's gone. I think the Raiders are going to throw crazy as, money as at we, him. As I said previously on this podcast, I would love to see him gone as a Jets fan and get him the fuck out of the AFC East. I just don't see it happening. I think he's gone. I think the Raiders throw big money at him. Next one. Let's let's skip these around. Cam Newton, who is not a free agent yet, but many expect the Panthers to move on from him. 
because they can they can either cut him or trade him. Um, so and save a lot. Of, they can save a lot of money by doing so. New regime in Carolina, so a lot of people think they they probably want to move on. I think I'll go first on this one because I think it's a no brainer on where he should go. You gonna say Chicago? The Chicago Bears. <laughs> it makes perfect sense, does it not? It does. It, it makes does. perfect sense. Offensively, they have weapons that I think work well with Cam, and they have a great defense that would take pressure on him, take pressure off him to be great. Adam, what do you think? Where, where, where? I didn't think it should, the, the team that came to mind immediately um, was Miami. Um, I wasn't thinking Chicago. Hmm. Miami is going to be okay. drafting a quarterback, obviously. And if you're bringing Cam to, if he's okay with being the mentor role, you know, for a season or two, wherever, however you structure the contract. Um, and, you know, he tootle, he's he gives uh whatever you know he he takes Tua or wherever they end up drafting under his wing for season or two that kind of comes to mind Miami better weather you know Cam being from the south Miami kind of came to mind for Cam I mean to combat that that's kind of a little disrespectful if you sign Cam Newton to groom somebody at this point in his career he's not oh he's not an Eli Manning where Eli I don't, Manning yeah, was it's like I don't know if you like, accept that role I'm just saying that yeah. kind of came to mind I wasn't I, it still seems that Chicago like how much is Cam going to cost like can Chicago invest that much money in Cam if he's asking I think for a they'd have to trade they'd they have can. to trade someone off their defense like a Leonard Floyd to open up some money but they could make it work the, the, the NFL salary cap and I'll say this probably a lot going forward it's not a real thing. Teams manipulate the NFL salary cap all the time, restructuring contracts, all this kind of thing. So I think if the Bears, if Cam was like, I want to come to Chicago, they would make it work, I think. Yeah. And I think it would be a great fit. I, I don't know. Miami makes sense. But again, if they're like, yo, we're drafting Tua, we want you to be like a bridge quarterback. I don't know if Cam yeah, is like. Cam's not doing that. I don't. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think he's doing that. I don't know if he allowed himself to do that. But again, Miami just kind of stood out for An- a few reasons. Another one that popped in my head, Zion, you can go. But the Colts. Everybody's saying the Colts are going to be QB thirsty. I mean, I mean, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I guess for, uh, Jacoby Brissett. I don't he, think that that's. I don't think he's a long term. No, but I like, don't think so. I mean, for Cam, I think Adam put a good good point. I don't think he's trying to play in. Uh, anywhere but the south like he's always been a south guy so what? i'm not sure so pick a team but i mean chicago's just the best fit well so you like, just you contradict yourself no i'm, what no, you I'm like saying, a zion contradiction I'm, counter? Nah, I'm just saying i'm just saying that's a good point where it takes away from like the point that that he's what is perfectly david fit Carr's, in chicago uh, contract situation so david carr they can cut him with no bad cap hit uh not david carr Derek carr Derek mm. carr sorry, Derek yes, carr they can cut him with that, so the ripple effect of Brady going somewhere else could be crazy, like him going to the Raiders. They would cut Carr, and then he could go to the Chargers or the Colts. So, like the ripple effect of Brady, I feel like is going to set off a domino a type effect, right? So, do we all think that Phil Rivers is going to the Panthers? I've seen that, but I've seen the Panthers are going to want Teddy Bridgewater. I've seen. Like I'd could, rather have yeah, but the problem is if you get Teddy Bridgewater, like he's gonna cost ten million dollars as your hypothetical backup, and that's a lot. Why would he be a backup? Who's he backing up? He would be the well, starter I mean, in Carolina. He'd be the starter. Oh, uh, then you're bringing someone else to kind of compete with him. No, I think they would st- sign. What do you? What, what do you hate, Teddy Bridgewater? Like no, I'm a fan of Teddy Bridgewater. Mark him I've down enjoyed. as Adam's hate list. <laughs> no, that's I think. Don't put words into my mouth. I think, I've been. The I'm, I'm the Jets yep, got rid of him too yep, quickly. Yep. In my yep. opinion. Uh, here's the what? thing. I think. I think it there's there's a few things we need to see happen. Is Breeze coming back? I think Breeze is going to come back. So then Teddy Bridgewater would probably walk. And I think people have said Carolina makes sense for him to be the starting quarterback there. As for Rivers, I think Tampa Bay makes a lot of sense. 
I think the Colts make a lot of sense for Rivers. Both need QBs. Both have could probably use a, like a veteran QB. So, I mean, both those make sense. Again, you have a new coach from college, Matt Rule, out of Baylor. I'm trying to think of what kind of quarterbacks he's coached and generally his philosophy. I don't. I'm not going to pretend that I know it. I, I didn't watch a lot of Temple football games. Uh, I I unfortunately had to see a few, being that my team, my squad, is in the god awful AAC. But I, I didn't know, even know UConn had a football team until I, <laughs> watch, have a football until team. I watched going, the Aaron Hernandez yeah. duck. We're going back to independent. <laughs> well, we're going to Independence after the season. Oh, okay. But anyway, um, no one cares. Yeah, no I one mean, cares. if Philip Rivers is going to Carolina, as I think, kind of makes. Seemingly the most amount of sense if Teddy Bridgewater doesn't go because well, Philip Rivers Phillip played at NC yeah, State. He's from he has the area. Ties, yeah, yeah, that could make sense. Let's move it on. Melvin Gordon, friend of the podcast, who running back hungry teams. I think one makes so much sense, and I'm going to say it right now: the Houston Texans. I mean, yeah. Why? Because they've always needed a run game, and they've all they've been depleted in the run game forever. Like Lamar Miller got hurt before the season. They kind of just filled Carlos Hyde. He's not a long-term solution. So I think uh, I think Melvin Gordon, our friend. I hope he gets paid. I saw uh, other people mention maybe the Buccaneers as a potential. You know, I fit. will say this. I think the Houston Texans need to do everything they possibly can to get an offensive line to protect Deshaun Watson because he still gets hit way too much. And they, they traded that over. They traded. Yeah, they got the Laramie Tunzel, but still, it's like he still takes a ton of punishment. It's not like it's not like their offensive line is like that great. Look, I love Deshaun. Deshaun holds the ball a lot. And that's what makes Deshaun very good because half the time he'll make a play like he did against the Bills, you know, where he scrambled and everything. Mm. But he holds the ball a lot, and that's a big criticism of him because he takes a lot of sacks. I don't think it's always on the offensive line why Deshaun is taking sacks. I mean, that's a good point. I mean, a guy that wants to extend plays and keep him he does going it as often. possible he, will he, allow himself to be hit yeah. more and to be sacked more. But still, their offensive line during his tenure, which is what three or four years now, yeah. has generally been—it's been better. It was better this year, but like again, the first like two years he led the league in you know most sacks by quarterback and had like the NFL record for most sacks through his first two or three seasons. So, yeah. I would still prioritize spending the money on the offensive line to protect the quarterback as opposed to the running back. And the way Melvin talked to us. I don't chops. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but I got the sense that he didn't really feel like he like. Obviously, he wants to get paid, and I get that's going to be the priority. But did you get the sense that he really wanted to leave LA? No, I don't think yeah, so. I didn't get that either. Yeah, but yeah. money talks. Like if they're of not course. offering, if, if, if they're, they're not, not offering, offering him contracts, if they're not yeah, offering him contracts, I don't money think they will. There, you go after that. 100%, I don't. I don't think they will either. Eckler's reliable. I think. I think the Chargers are looking at. Yo, we're in LA. We're obviously the second fiddle team in LA. We need a total. Facelift reboot from like multiple angles. Well, they have to figure out the quarterback yeah, situation. The quarterback well, is they'll, where they'll they draft want to one. They'll, they'll draft. They have the seventh pick. A, a lot of people have Herbert, the Oregon kid, going yeah. to the Chargers. And they have Tyrod. Tyrod will maybe be the starter there. Oh, that's a good point. They have yeah. a, a, a bridge quarterback. Maybe they'll sign. I mean, yo, yeah, that Tom Brady's anywhere. been linked to the Chargers more than anybody. As a quarterback, well, you would think anywhere. that going to LA, the Glamour City, would be a nat- more natural fit than him going to Giselle would probably Vegas, love, where you yeah. want him to go. I, why would he not go to Vegas? I love why Vegas. Why would he go to Vegas? Who doesn't want to go to Vegas? I'm going in nine days, and I will be there also. So I can't I wait. Mean, it's it's good to visit. Uh, living there is a different story, pal. Let's here here's an, let's move on to the next one. The Melvin Gordon one's very interesting. Running backs are hard. Who knows what running backs are going to get paid in the NFL this, these days? You know, yeah. the Chiefs just won a Super Bowl. With Damian Williams, who makes like 600K. Like, you know, it's it, it's so hard to peg running backs. Here's a fun one. A.J. Green. Didn't play at all last year. Still an elite wide receiver. 
there's rumors that the 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 Bengals might franchise tag him. Obviously, you think maybe keep him because they're going to have Burrow. You need him to have weapons. But say he demands a tra- people have said he, maybe he wants out. He could get out. I think there's a no-brainer team for the, for him. The 49ers. I was just about the 49ers. To I think are a no-brainer team for AJ Green. But I that'd mean, be a nice upgrade yeah. for for Jimmy G for sure. Well, they should maybe think about upgrading Jimmy G too. But I mean, maybe that's a different <sighs> conversation. That's a different conversation. I wouldn't agree with that. But go ahead. Well, it, let me ask you this: Skip Bayless, your man Skip, talked about this all the time. They he Skip saying cut Jimmy G and sign Tom Brady. Well, yes, yeah, Skip. Skip loves your MJs, your Tom Brady's, your goats. He's gonna he's gonna go hard in the paint to defend those two guys and, and want them in the b- best position possible. So shouts to Skip, friend of Complex Sports, my friend. Um, not I a friend. I kind of disagree. Yes, he is a friend of Complex Sports. You, I, I, I would say Shannon's my buddy. Yeah, Shannon is a friend of Complex. Yeah, Skip's like an acquaintance of Complex Sports. <laughs> is that a thing? Nah, Skip is a friend of Complex Sports. Also, um, so but back to AJ Green. Obviously, Skip said this, but AJ Green. Is there anywhere else? I mean, maybe if Dallas lets Cooper walk, maybe they get into the AJ Green thing. But I don't think they should let Cooper walk. The Jets, your your Jets. Are a team that have been rumored to maybe. Hey, I would welcome AJ Green. Would be appropriate him coming to Gang Green. Um, you know, Sam Darnold needs all the weapons he can possibly get. He needs Sam Darnold needs to chill out on the making out with chicks at clubs. Yeah, he can't get mono as a as an NFL quarterback. That it's was really embarrassing. Strange. That was can't so be much. Mike Ruby, Ruby. So much happened last year in the NFL that like the Sam Darnold mono thing just like got blown under the rug. Yeah, and then when, create a million a million incredible memes. So yes, yeah. you know, hopefully Sam will not contract high school diseases and viruses <laughs> again next season. And the Jets can get him some upgraded talent at wide receiver because he desperately needs it. So I'd be fine with the Jets going after AJ Green as long as it doesn't you know take up too much I, of the cap. I mean, I feel I, I feel like the best team for AJ Green. Got to be the Eagles. Ooh, so the Eagles are another QB, or not a QB, a wide, a wide receiver, receiver desperate team. Especially with uh, or what, what's what been happening last year with their drops. Aguilar, man. Yeah, they, Come on now. They need a wide They need a star. I, I think the Eagles definitely need to try and make a run at a star wide receiver. It's a deep wide receiver draft. That's uh, what I was thinking for the 49ers. It's a very deep draft. Yeah. Like, so like, In our mock draft that we ran, shout out to my man Ian who ran a mock draft, he mm-hmm. had the 49ers taking. Jefferson, Jefferson from LSU, from LSU who, who's pegged to be a good wide receiver. The Eagles, you know who else needs a wide receiver desperately? Ooh. The Packers. Yeah. The Packers. Aaron Rodgers has been begging, begging them to sign wide receivers or draft wide receivers, and they refuse to do it. They they just don't want to help him out. I don't know. I mean, yeah, you need a well, sidekick. spend money on the Devontae. defense. The defense was upgraded. The defense was good, but then what happened in the. No, you're not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I'll put it this way: if you're a if you're a high level receiver in the free agency market, free agency market, or you know, going to be in the top two rounds of the draft, um, your service is going to be in high demand. So it should be a good off season and good summer for these guys. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just going through these guys, it seems like there's going to be way more player movement in the NFL. You got a lot of options. A lot of options. A lot of guys moving around. I think we could see, like I said, the Brady thing could really start off a domino effect. Before we move on to another topic, let's talk about another friend of Complex Sports who's not a free agent, who you mentioned before, Stephon Diggs, who is driving Minnesota fans crazy with his Twitter right now. Zion, what did he post today on his Twitter? This man tweeted, business is business. And yesterday he tweeted, you don't know what you got until it's gone. He's clearly trolling the Minnesota fan base, but this is also a guy who, there was trade rumors around him last year, he skipped a few practices, there was trade rumors, and there's heavy trade rumors about him now. Zion, 
I know. I already know where you want him to go. Tell tell us about your. Hey, that man Stephon Diggs is coming to the New York Giants, and he's been he's been hinting at it. He's been in the comments of other players saying NYG. Do people want to go to the Giants? But that's the thing. I don't really see his fit. I don't really see a need for him at the Giants because like we have very good wide receivers. You guys don't have anybody as good as Stephon Diggs on the Giants. No, but I like, have. I have another, another, Slayton another, is another a hypothetical to propose after we're done with Stephon Diggs. Okay. Uh, I mean, I have nothing really to answer on. He's a friend of Complex Sports. Wherever he goes, I hope he's happy. He is. His Twitter is hilarious right now. Like he, like usually you don't see that, and he's kind of like driving people crazy. Adam, what's your hypothetical? Where is another friend of Complex Sports going to be playing next year? Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be playing for the Cleveland Browns. Oh, is he? You guaranteeing that? Per my per my conversations with those around the team and with people close to him. Odell Beckham Jr. for at least one more year will be on the Cleveland Browns. No, no, Browns. no. For at least week one, he'll be on the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> they are week one, of, week one of the preseason. You mean they are they are sticking with I'm chops guarantee. Jasmine, double record this so it's like on double record. I don't know what that means, and we can play it later. You're making up terms literally as you go, but go ahead. We can play it back later. Odell Beckham Jr. Will not be getting traded by the Cleveland Browns. Listen, you heard it listen, here listen. first. <laughs> this is the same guy who told us uh, the Browns would be uh, in the Super Bowl. The same guy who told us Baker Mayfield will be MVP. Your takes don't—they don't age well. Those are well. takes. This they is, don't age this well, is, bro. This is based on information. Odell Beckham yeah, Jr. That, is oh. not getting traded by the Cleveland Browns. That's what you think. That's what you. That's think. based on information. I, 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 I said the a same thing. To new GM, uh, Andrew Barry. What's up, dog? Come on the pod. I thought I said the same thing about him in New York. He would never get traded by. He's the not getting traded. If it goes poorly again, Odell, we'll see you, bro. Once he gets that two reception game for 19 yards, <laughs> he's out of there. Yo, hey, he's out of there. Who is the head coach of the Browns? Oh yeah, he's on the Giants staff now. Have fun with Freddie Kitchens. He's a tight ends coach. Uh, hey, as long as not the head coach. Yeah, like uh, I wouldn't want him anywhere near. My damn team. As long as Freddie's not the head coach. I mean, according yeah, to a different story or, yeah. or position coach, but as long as he's not the head coach All right. making decisions. That's, that's a good hypothetical. You Either I'm going to look like a genius in four months or I'm going to look like an idiot in four I'm months. I'm sure you're not going to look like a genius. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll, we'll replay that audio in a few months. That's a wrap for another episode of the Load Management Podcast. Huge shout-out to Deontay Wilder calling in. Fight week. We're so pumped. Uh, we're going to have a full recap next week. Of our Vegas adventures, we'll if, give you the play-by-play of what yeah. went down in Vegas. Exactly. Uh, if I get into the 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 after party or not, that will be the top storyline, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, we'll give you guys full recap and everything. Appreciate you guys for rocking with us. Go listen on Apple right now. That's how I listen to it every single week. You should do the same. Until next time, folks. We'll talk to you later. Special shout out to our producers Alejandro and Jasmine. They're with us all the time. Sound engineering done by Craig Clayton and Josh Dodd. Mixing done by Jasmine. Uh, special shout out to our editor-in-chief, Damian Scott. This wouldn't happen without him. Our director of video operations, Jen Stewart. Load Management is a production of the Complex Podcast Network. We'll see you next week, folks.